Hey everybody, welcome back to the Pro Athlete Academy Podcast. It's your host, Kevin Gilroy. And with today's episode, I feel like I'm sharing a big secret, the holy grail of reaching your goals. It's nothing new or groundbreaking. However, it is so obvious that it was absolutely mind-blowing when I heard it for the first time. And it was mind-blowing because I didn't do this naturally when faced with moments of decision in my life. And those moments of decisions are around all of us every single day. And the trick here is that in order to reach our goals, we need to have the ability to make sound, confident decisions that guide us there. Simple, right? That's the obvious part. The tough part of this is having a process in place that makes sure that we do not get influenced by outside forces. Marketers, expectations of others, not having our goals, our own emotional mood swings. All of these outside elements cloud our judgment. We start to get emotional. Then we start making decisions that might not be in line with our goal or our lifestyle. And then we look back a couple months, years later, and we ask ourselves, how the hell did we get here? Making decisions as a sports parent is no different. We want to build a decision-making process that guides us in the right direction for our child's career. Why? Because if, say, you're getting into sports for fun, your child wants to play soccer to make more friends. However, you end up putting your child on an elite-level travel team. Your experience of sport is going to be very different than what your original attention was. You are now playing to be competitive, not fun. So how do we stay on track with these goals? How do we implement a decision-making process that aligns with what we want to achieve and our intention for that sports season or career? I'm here to share with you some of the approaches that I take. And it's a three-step approach that you can apply at any level of which you're at in your child's playing career. The three factors are commitment, talent, financial. And I'll walk everybody through each one right now. Commitment is not only for your player, however, it's also for the family. So when I think of being committed into sports, it's how committed are you as a parent, how committed is your child who's going to be playing, and how committed is your family. So as a parent, if you want to get into the, the ice hockey, are you committed to wake up every morning for those early hour sessions on a Saturdays and Sundays to get your kid to the rink to be on the ice for 5 a.m. Is that a commitment that you're willing to make? Are you committed to travel to other ranks midday on the weekends and three times a week for practices or two times a week for practices, whatever it may be, in order to get your child to make his commitments for the team? It's a simple question, right? Now, as you get, that might be for youth. As you get older, the question might be, are you committed as a parent to be driving not only to practices, but making sure your kid has the right coaches, your skill development, um, getting to the right, um, getting to the right showcases that they can be seen. So you see how your is your commitment there. Next, you ask, is my child does my child's commitment meet or exceed my own? Are they willing to get up at 5 a.m. to make sure that they're on the ice by six? Are they willing to be committed to working on their skills outside of practice? Are they committed to making sure that every other aspect of life, like say 
schoolwork is up to speed so that they can focus as well on their extras is the player's commitment level there. Next, your families, because not only is this going to impact and take your time and your, your player's time away, but if you have other children, it might impact their experience. They might be seeing less of you or having less time for their extracurricular activities. Is your spouse on board with it? Going through your commitment level at each spot and identifying, are we all in this together? And if not, what ask the question, what can we do to get up there? Or maybe, hey, this might not be the best decision. Let's think of another solution. So that's number one on commitment. Number two goes into talent. What skill level should I be playing at? This is really big for getting started and then making your way up through the ranks. Eventually talent will work itself out and eventually you won't have a decision, right? The, the ability of your child will take over. High school and beyond, the talent eventually rises to the top and people start getting weeded out and you don't have a decision. You make the team or you don't. However, getting started and through the youth levels, parents have a lot of control over what teams to play on. Where do I get started? Do I do rec? Do I play on a, a semi-competitive town team? Do I go into AAU? Do I go into travel? Do I play juniors? All of these things, right, that we can decide upon. And it all depends on number one commitment, which we went through. And number two, is your child good enough? Basic question. If you're getting into sports and they can't, if you're getting into lacrosse and they can't cradle and they can't throw, they can't catch, they shouldn't be on the travel team. They shouldn't be playing games. They should go into a learn to play clinic and learn the skills. And then as they develop, they go to the next level. They go from step one, two, three, four. If your kid picks up a stick, can throw, catch, cradle, play, understand, then maybe they jump a step and they go to the next level. Reviewing and honestly looking at what the talent level of your child is and where they are is not only going to set everybody up to be happy, but it gives them the chance to succeed. You always want to challenge yourself. And there's going to be episodes here where I talk about maybe pushing your child up a level so that they get challenged and you really see how good they are. However, there's certain places where you want to do that. That can also backfire on you and completely level the interest for your child in playing sports. If they're just getting started, you need to build wins, wins quickly and chances for success. Success breeds success. If they continue to show up and they continue to fail and get their asses handed to them, <laughs> lack of better term, they're not going to want to play anymore. So setting them up for success, understanding where they're at talent-wise and being extremely, extremely honest with yourself is where they are. Us as parents are going to see our kids in the greatest light. We need to be subjective and look at them from another angle and say, is the talent there? If it is, great. If it's not, how do I get it there? So that's number two to review. Number three goes back a little bit into commitment, but this is more commitment for you to think about Am I committed financially? Youth sports, for better or worse, are expensive. Either in equipment for sports that are very equipment heavy or for just paying to play. Sports come with a financial price tag. 
field time, court time, ice time, coaches, all of these things are not cheap. So they pass it on to the parents. What are you willing to pay in order to play? Now, you might have a place where you're very committed. Everybody's on board. Your child's very good, very talented. However, you can't afford the 10 to 20 grand to put your kid into a competitive travel team. There might be the piece there around you right then that makes your decision be, hey, we're going to play locally this year and we're going to save and see how things go. And if it is, we'll make that investment next year. Or you might be worth it and say, you know what, we're going to make the investment. We're going to make it work for you. The financial piece is very important. And the reason why I call it out here is it's something that not only impacts the sports, but it also can have a huge impact on your family outside. If all of your attention and resources are going into one kid, it goes away from others. If all the resources are going there, it might string you very, very tight in order to pay the bills every day. Stretching yourself financially is your decision. And that needs to be thought about in every aspect. Starting out, there's going to be things that can help you. There's going to be budgeting and other items that you can take advantage of that I'm going to talk about in future episodes. As it gets older, financial peace comes very burdensome on you until your kid kind of potentially could bridge the gap from starting out in early high school years up until college where they might be getting some free equipment and free things there. However, the financial piece is so important so that your family and your kid can be happy and enjoy the process. So let's walk through those one more time. Anytime you're faced with a decision around sports, it's one, what's the commitment level of myself, the player, and the family? Does that match the expectations that's going to come from joining this team or sport? Two, where do I get started? Okay, what's the talent level of my child? Does he have the basic skills? Is he ready for? Is he ready to play at the next level? Is she ready to jump into up a level, or do we need to pull her back a level? What is it? Understand the talent level of your child so that you put them in the best possible position for success. And number three, really, 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 and I emphasize this more than enough, focus on what you're financially willing or able to pay. What are you comfortable with from a financial piece? Because that is a huge aspect to youth sports. Unfortunately, it's going to cost. There's going to be a significant cost to it as you move up the ranks. So are you willing and able to commit to that financially and make that decision there? So one, commitment, two, talent, three, financial. Work through those decision-making process. It applies to any level of play. It is a simple, effective way to make sure that all parties involved are committed and excited to be jumping into the expectations of sports. And it also keeps you focused on the goal. So with that, I would love to hear your thoughts. How do you stay focused on the end goal by making sound decisions? What is your decision-making process to make sure that you are setting your child up for success? Head over to proathleteacademy.com slash decisions and let us know. And that's it for today. I'll see you guys next time.